Okay, Lady what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show and tell the best and most wonderful half hour on the internet. It's me, Lady Ada. With me is Mr. Lady Ada. We've got an exciting show for you tonight as we check in with people from around the maker community, see what they're crafting, hacking, 3D printing on these cold winter nights. Let's check in with some Adafruit folks to start, and then we'll uh, call on everybody else. We'll be out of here at 7.50. So let's start with uh, Melissa. Hello. Hi. Um, okay, I just got back from Supercon, and one of the things, we got these FPGA badges here. And I went ahead, and mine didn't include a speaker, so I happened to have the speaker on me. Uh, it's an Adafruit one. And I put a little amplifier on here as my badge hack, so it became a really loud badge. So hey. it's really easy. Loud badge. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, I also 3D printed this for the Adafruit Edge badge. It's in a custom filament I did at a protoplasta workshop about a week and a half ago. And it came out a really nice uh, dark silvery glittery color here. And the other thing I have to show is I am working on an e-ink uh, gizmo, but I don't have the gizmo with me because as it's Supercon, and so I wired up a, uh, to the blue fruit, uh, circuit plate around blue fruit, I wired up the uh, ink display and I got it working. Yay. All right, coming soon. <laughs> All right, thanks for the update, Melissa. Yeah. Okay, next up, let's go to Noah and Pedro. Hello. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey. Let's uh, take a look at the bench over here. We have a turtle. He's, he's, He's seen better days. What happened, Turtle? No, it's good. So, <laughs> yeah, he's designed to, to break apart. This is using uh, the Blue Fruit uh, Circuit Playground and TFT Gizmo, and it's running the Turtle Graphics Library. It got some examples from JP's Learn Guide, and this one I think is the Christmas tree. Oh, so, super nice display, right? It's like one IPS, two forty by two forty, and this is a little three D printed like turtle piece that you can add to your Circuit Playground Blue Fruit and the TFT Gizmo. I have this little lens here. I actually hot glued it to the turtle shell because it, it holds it in place there nicely. So we could just uh, fit this guy over here and then give it a little click. He clicks in there and now we have a turtle. Woo! So there, I, I like the lens. It's like, you know, not really meant to use, but it's like kind of works really well anyways. Yeah. You, you, yeah. It's got its use. You could tell um, me the eyeball code on it now that we have the eyeball code and it's <laughs> creepily like. That would be cool. <laughs> All that is missing to make this more festive. It's a little turtle hat. Oh, that's nice. You can probably put a magnet in there. Or they could yeah, you got the magnets here at the bottom. I forgot yeah. to mention those. It's oh, yeah. a nice little case for your playground blue fruit. And we're not done yet. There's a sneak peek. Sneak peek. It's not out yet. Let me, um, let me get rid of this. I got you. So, I got last, so last week, Philby showed off the updated code of the goggles. So we 3D printed some designs here so we can fit it in the goggles. So. Super cool updated code that he did. He called down a bunch of different modes. You can go through like RGB mode. You like change the way that the uh, brightness goes. And I like you have a little cover to make the NeoPixels like more rectangular. Yeah. It's a little diffuser kind of, mm -hmm. it's kind of make it more. You have a matching yeah. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll show that off in I think two weeks. Okay, and cool. the code is up there right now if you want to start making your own. Yeah, check it Thanks out. for the update. Uh, all right, thanks, Fitz. Cool. Okay, Good next year. up, Erin. Welcome back. Hi. 
Um, so I'm, I made something a little bit more sort of analog this week. Um, I actually, there's a little backstory. I wrote a, I wrote a children's book. Uh, it's about a mermaid who makes stuff. I don't know where I got that idea, but um, I am. Well, seriously, what would you know? You have, you have rain. Um, I'm, I'm having it illustrated by another mermaid friend of mine who's just an, a fabulous, wonderful illustrator. But uh, one of the things in the book is that the mermaid, uh, what she does is she goes around and she collects seashells and things like that and makes tools out of them so then she can like free the dolphin from the net and that sort of thing. So um, I actually made this mermaid staff that's going to be uh, featured in the illustrations in the book. So it's got a piece of uh, reef rock right here, which is ridiculously heavy, and um, some hand uh, cast pewter seashell type stuff. It has some sea urchins inside, and I actually used a small little uh, fairy light strand so I can turn the lights on and off so that the urchins all glow and the seashells mm. glow. And then down here, I've got this crazy little piece of sea, I'm not sure what it is. It's this piece of wood that has it like a, a little dragon. Obviously, you see her in there. Um, added some more hand cast. This is an Orin from the Neverending Story that I 3D printed and modeled and then cast in pewter. Um, and then down here, there's some cool stuff. I made a little fairy bottle um, that's got lights again inside of it. So that it's like I have little fairies. And that's removable because, of course, you know, you need your light in the dark places. Um, and then the other bit is this really cool knife that I made. I've never done anything like this before. It is a, a hand cast blade, which I made out of pewter, um, which got a dolphin in it. Um, I carved it out of a, a piece of cuttlefish bone. And then I inlaid the whole handle with jewels that I got in Venice. And I, it, I had way too much fun making this. That's of, awesome. No, I love this is like, this is like <laughs> practical mermaid staff. Yeah, it goes and goes. And so, yeah, that's what I'm, I've been working on this week is um, I'm looking forward to, we're, we're going to kickstart this, uh, this children's book as soon as it's done being illustrated. But that's, that's where we're at with it. Okay. It looks great. All right. Very cool. Thank you. I like, I like how the simplicity, you know, it's like you didn't, you, it doesn't, not everything needs to have, electronics with like sensors and neopixels sometimes just a little bit of fairy light action and crafting yeah, yeah. it makes for a simple but effective build and it's yeah it's a lot of fun to just use like hand tools you know instead of always yeah. and always 3d printing things so. yeah it looks great i love you alternate your skills okay looks beautiful congratulations on your upcoming uh kickstarter launch okay next up cyber santa, okay, santa jp no we can't hear you Check your Cyber Santa mic. Hello and ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, so it got down to like 55 degrees here in Los Angeles today, which is absurd. So it got me feeling Christmassy. Uh, <laughs> and we also got the eyeball code working on the uh, TFT Gizmo and Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. Phil B just updated the guide with the UF2. And so I'm writing a guide on how to make your own sort of cyberpunk Santa Claus, Mad-Eye, Moody mashup mask. Uh, and this is actually a, a pretty simple build, a kind of crafty build that uses our uh, EVA foam sheets that we now have in the store. So we stock some little packs of EVA foam and it's perfect for this kind of uh, creation where we've got uh, Circuit Playground kind of covered but accessible with a little flap made from the foam and, and uh, connected up. Hot glue it? Well, how do you attach stuff? It's actually, uh, so, Hot glue does not work well, but uh, crazy glue does or super glue. Mm -hmm. I haven't I haven't glued it yet, but I'm gonna just put a little strip of it around here to kind of keep things 
um, held in place. But right now it's just, you can, you can kind of mold this foam and it'll, oh, it'll, I see. It looks like two pieces, but it's really just molded and you have the string going around it. Yeah. This is molded mm. and the string kind of holds it in place as well as acts as the, uh, the headband for it. And you can also put a little, I didn't want to do knots that would look, uh, kind of gross there. So I may put some dots of glue there too, but really just the act of wearing it keeps everything, uh, constrained and in place. And uh, actually the first version I did before I made that one, which is gonna be the one in the guide that people can follow and I'll include a template. Um, I first worked out a version using some spare leather that I had. There was a, a, a old leather jacket that someone was getting rid of and it had some nice supple thin leather. So I, I cut it up and I still use scraps of it. Uh, it's the same process there where I've got, uh, in this case, some waxed thread that I wrapped around tight to give us the, um, the connection and it's just a single piece in this case. So I like your I like your I like the technique of like gripping on to like the little groove in between the two. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's a nice sturdy groove there. And you could even go simpler, I think, and run some thread through the the posts themselves because it's a it's a pretty sturdy uh connection point. In fact if I pop this off you can see those those little posts that hold that there, those those would be yeah. great to connect to as well. So all right, no puck. All yeah. right. Yeah, and then tomorrow four PM Eastern time, GP's workshop. Come on, come on by. Yeah, and we'll be showing some of the videos and more that you did um, on Ask an Engineer at 8 o'clock tonight. Excellent. Yeah, Thanks, everyone. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Okay, next up. Okay. Paint Your Dragon. Paint Your Dragon. What's going on with you? Um, I had a, an important <laughs> lesson about level shifting. Um, so I got these NeoPixel goggles that I, I've been working on the code for these. Um, and because I, would, I just did this as a quick, you know, test unit here. I got three three volt microcontroller and I'm powering straight off a USB port and there's no level shifting. And uh, sometimes people see this and they're like, well this this level shifting thing, this is this is a fraud. You know what fraud lies for. Right. So um Twitter. USB battery banks and you plug it in and what happens? You get no neopixels. Uh, yeah microcontrollers on why is that the, the reason is um usb on your computer is very carefully regulated to five volts whereas these guys are like five ish this one's about five and a half volts and even just that half volt difference um the microcontroller is not shouting loud enough for the neopixels to hear yeah so the moral of the story is uh Use level shifting. Use uh, like the uh, itsy bitsy boards, pin five. They have a five volt uh, level shifted output. Or you can use a lower voltage on the NeoPixels, like three alkaline cells, 4.5 volts. Uh, that'll work fine. It's really sad because people will like, works fine at home and they'll go like to Burning Man or to a comic convention and their stuff doesn't work and they're a thousand miles from a soldering iron. Um, so so let this be a lesson. Yeah, that would be really sad. Don't do that. No. Um, do the level shifting thing, or just just use use something else to power your project, um, other than one of these USB uh, power banks. Because if you don't have a lot of neopixels, you can also try powering them from the three volt regulator if it's a good regulator. Yeah, if it's just a few pixels, you're fine on on the regulator. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Well, tips and tricks from the neopixel master. That's right. Paint your dragon. All righty. Thank you. All right. Thank thanks, Philby. Next up, Scott. All right, Scott, you want to give us an update? 
Sure. Um, so I was at Supercon. So thank you to everybody at Supercon. We had a great time. It was super awesome. Um, I'm back to BLE. And uh, one thing Jerry was trying that wasn't working was the current time service. Uh, this is where uh, if your phone connects to a device, like I have a Circuit Playground, or no, a Feather NRF52A40 um, connected to my phone, current time service gives you the time. So what I'm printing out here is just the time mm -hmm. as provided to the Feather from my phone. Uh, however, what I've been playing with is actually getting uh, notifications working. So Apple provides a blue BLE service that tells you all of the like notifications you would see on like your lock screen and stuff. So uh, what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to unlock my phone so that I can say, yeah, it's okay to pair. And then I'm going to control C and just start it again. And now it asks me if I would like to pair and there's some debugging stuff, but then it shows uh, the category and the flags of all of the notifications that I have. Now, if people in discord want to at me, we might actually see a couple others, social ones show up here as well. So that's, um, that's at, Tan Newt. Yeah. All right, Tan. I see Coding Pro doing it. I'm not sure it hit my phone. <laughs> I uh, can also come back to you in a minute or two if it takes it takes some time. Sometimes. I don't know. I'll, I just got a friend request and it showed up, so I don't know. People can spam me, but it looks like my phone isn't okay. getting them anyway. Oh, Coding Pro sent oh, a friend request. <laughs> something. Okay, so there's social, social negative action. Social negative action. My so, favorite new social network. I know. I know, right? So it's basically like I can decline it from my phone, I think is what yeah. it's giving me. Or like I can decline it over Bluetooth. So that bound right stream, you, you'll eventually get that. So you can read the notification from right now. You're just getting the notification, the notification, but you're not getting the data yet. Right. So there, it's a second round trip to go back to the phone and say like, hey, give me the like actual text of the notification. Yeah. yeah. And I'm having some trouble. Um, setting it like subscribing to the data coming back. So okay. Um, I've got some debugging to do it. It's probably just a bug on our end where we just can't, we can't subscribe to it for, from the phone. So it's weird. Well, it should be identical to the one that's giving us the notifications, but it's not. So. All right. Well, it looks really good. And, this is uh, and you got the time. Stop into discord and you know, a lot of these devices that we all use, whether it be like an Apple Watch or like all, the, like how does it actually work? You can watch this. Even if you decide you don't even want to jump into doing coding, like how this actually works, don't let these devices own you. Know how right. Know how they work and know what's going on under the hood because this is like, it's it's not magic. It's just like, okay, how does this thing work on the lock screen? How can I get it off? How can I have it on my own device? Not maybe. Right, how does it show up on my watch? Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, cool we're gonna setup. make the chunkiest Bluetooth yeah. watch. Can't yeah, we're gonna have a watch. Don't worry. It'll be awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. Next right. up, let's check in with Chris Young. Hey, Chris, welcome back. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Hi, Chris. I'm here with my roommate Barb. Uh, Hi, Barb. She Hi. Moved in with me this past May to be my roommate and help take care of me and keep me out of the nursing homes. And I mentioned to you before that Barb does a lot of sewing, uh, handmade goods and things. And we're going to show off a few things that she did. Awesome. Uh, show a tree skirt, why don't you? All right. All right, let's see the stuff. But uh, well, you can see my little reindeer sitting in the background there. Yeah. But uh, this is a Christmas tree skirt that's quilted. Oh, wow. And, that's um, beautiful. She's got different patterns and things. And so we uh, 
you know, she makes all sorts of, of handmade goods. And I said, we need to find something that you and I can collaborate on. Yeah. Is there anything that you need a 3D printed part for? And she says, well, I've got these patterns for a little gnome and it's supposed to have a, a wooden nose. And so here's a, go ahead and hold the gnome up there. Okay, the cool. Anyway, the nose was supposed to be a little wooden ball, but she could only find them in packages of 25 and we didn't need 25 and didn't want to spend the money on 25. I said, well, I'll just 3D print you a nose. So uh, uh, just print it and sewed it on there, glued it on and uh, actually, we're going to take a picture of these and use them on my Christmas card. And the caption says, have yourself a very hairy Christmas. And is it, what is this, like a hair gnome? What's, uh, is this yeah, he's, he's just a, he's a fuzzy gnome. gnome. Yeah. There's I, used no to, I used to work with that guy. I kind of want to pet this gnome. It's like, yeah. Yeah. comforting. Exactly. Sure, the other one too. So we got, we got that one with the gray beard and then this one, the little white, white beard. Oh, okay. Sort of yeah, so cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of washing out. Yeah. You can't see his nose. No, I see the nose. It's on, yeah, there we are. on the side. But uh, anyway, so we finally found something that we can collaborate on. And all of her stuff is on Etsy. And if you want to see more of that stuff, go to make it so uh, by barb.com. And that so is S E W. Yeah. Right. And uh, okay. maybe you could send me a note, Chris, and I'll, uh, I'll do a quick post about this if you can get me some photos. Okay. And uh, Barb, um, thanks for being Chris's roommate and everything. He's a long time, I think one of the most frequent um, publishers uh, and projects on Show and Tell. So, Yeah, I've, I've been on since, I think, or oh, what was it? I think as long as uh, me. It's, it's been about four or five years now. Yeah. I've been showing Show and Tell, so. Very I've been taking a break for writing guides, but I've got a couple of ideas and maybe after the holidays, I'll get back to work to publishing some guides. Awesome. Okay. Can't wait. All right. All right. Well, nice to meet you, Barb. Nice to meet you, Barb. Good to see and, you, Chris. Uh, Barb, right. you want a sticker, a show and tell sticker? Just Christmas had it. Yeah, I know how to do that. Okay. All, All right, Chris, if we don't see you before Christmas, have a wonderful yeah, holiday. And you a, too. A great Thanksgiving. Thanks for Christmas. All right. Bye. Happy New Year. Next up, we're going to go to Coding Pro. Okay, Coding Pro. Welcome um, back. Can you hear me? So yeah. So think you've seen this pro project before. Yeah, you worked on this uh, air quality one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, this cord is not long enough, but uh, I wanted to make a guide for it. And I was having trouble uh, figuring out a better way to get air quality data because I had to create a server that would get data from an API and then send it to this. Uh -huh. But then I decided that there has to be a better way to do this with the feather on the back. So yeah. I... Um, use the new one of the Adafruit examples to use the Wi-Fi test thing to get data from the airnow.gov um, air quality API. And I was able to make this work without um, anything else but just the feather and Wi-Fi access. And I'm gonna be writing a guide for that soon. All right, well, that's great. Good and, to see uh, you again. Share something else too? Yeah, go for yeah. it. Okay, share screen, I have no idea. I've never done this before. Okay. There. Yeah, once you get okay. the screen sharing, then I can add it. Have there you seen, you see this? Yeah, this is a website I made. It's called TimeTab, and it's uh, just a random utility website. It just shows the time, uh, air quality in my area. 
not everywhere really yet. The team tree's live count, a uh, background that changes, a quote, a timer, and a stopwatch. Oh, that's cool. That's uh, cool. Random project, yeah. And um, if anyone has not donated team trees yet, you should probably donate team trees. Yeah, we have a little pipe portal project that shows how many trees have been planted. They're getting I close, 15 million. Yeah. Thank you so much, Cutting Crow. And of course, if you want us to agree, you know, get a hold of us. Okay. Thank you. All right. Next up, Richard. Hello, Richard. What you got going on? Hey, Richard. Hey, guys. So, uh, of course, for the holidays, I've got the um, the scarf. Um, this one's been upgraded a bit um, using an ESP01. And uh, the, the new stuff I've been playing around with, the, the WLED, which is uh, firmware that's written for uh, like the ESP8266 uh, and ESP32. Um, so you just basically burn that firmware onto the chips uh, rather than having to go through Arduino and stuff. And then it, it has this really nice interface. Um, so it takes care of uh, basically setting up the chip as an access point uh, for you to add Wi-Fi credentials. Um, you can also add MQTT um, and other API stuff. Apparently they have support for um, uh, Alexa um, built into it, um, and that saves it all uh, onto the memory on the chip. So the next time it starts up, it'll automatically connect to the Wi-Fi that you have and remember your MQTT credentials. Um, but what I love, oh, my page went away. So um, I did this all in um, in the scarf so that you can go ahead and change um, all the different settings. Um, it's not hooked up to a Wi-Fi network. I'm over at the Comotion space, and uh, the Wi-Fi does not like devices like this. Um, and the hotspot seems to be giving me a little bit of an issue right now. But it does have a button, um, so you can program in macros for the buttons so I can change um, some of the animations really quick. Uh, but what I love about the, the WLED is it's using the, the fast LED library for doing stuff. And there's something like 85 different uh, animations and different parameters you can set. So uh, there's pretty much like it's pretty much going to be the firmware for every LED project uh, that I do uh, at this point. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Richard. And if you want a sticker, you, of course, now you can hold Yeah. All right, thank All you, right. Richard. We're going to go to Sporeball, and then we're going to wrap up with Dan and keep it to like a minute or so each, and we'll be able to get to everyone. All right, welcome back, Take Sporeball. Sorry about that. Can you hear me okay and stuff? Yes. All right, so, yeah. Um, so that, that project from last week, it's actually called uh, Project Mega. I don't know if you heard it, though I do like the name Metroball that you came up with, Lady Ada. <laughs> I, yeah, um, you're, you're, I will say that you're... Uh, you're coming in like one or two frames a second, so it's it. We can hear you, but we can't see you so well. Yeah, that's that's my internet for you. That's fine. Um, that's cool. Just let you know. One spore ball yeah, frame. Okay. One spore ball frame. All right. Yeah. So as long as, I, as long as there I as long as I did a better job getting bored to the frame this time. No, this um, is great. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Cool. So I'm gonna plug it in. And it yep, starts sure. doing that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's uh, You can't. Yep. This is one of the new sketches I've I've added since last time. Uh, I'm trying to add snake to it, but I think that's going to take some thinking on the whiteboard, so I don't have it ready for this week. 
Yeah. But, That's cool. Uh, it has a little box yeah. that's bouncing around. We're seeing it come in now. Yeah. All right. And Among what did you other things. Yeah. And what did you code this in? Uh, just, just, uh, it, it's just an Arduino sketch with Arduino IDE. That's cool. cool. And, yeah. And I, I wrote, uh, I wrote a library, uh, I wrote an Arduino library to share all the shared code between all my sketches. So that's running on too. Oh, good. Uh, good work. Refactoring and, for yeah, the win. Pretty much. All right. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Successful demo. Of course, if you want a sticker or uh, get one, or you can even get two stickers, um, email supported data. Okay. I like that right. the the Metro Ball collection of games. This is like you know when you got like a, <laughs> uh, when you got like an uh, uh, Altair Palm game that was like tennis or hockey. It's like you got two options. All right. Thanks for ball. Right. Next app, Dana. Don't you have it? Hey. Hey. Okay. Am I working? Yeah. Yep. Sweetness. It, it keeps cutting out, so I wasn't sure. That's okay. You look great. <laughs> All right, I'm sure everybody knows uh, these little guys. Mm -hmm. I'm not one to just leave toys laying around. Um, and obviously they only do so much. So I've been uh, tinkering with making a different shelf for them. So he's a little more balanced for some reason. I don't know why it does that. It, it, the uh, ball just keeps spinning. Not yeah. sure why, but what, Looks I'm cool. hoping, what I'm hoping to do is ultimately make a little platform, have like a uh, CP the CPB or whatnot on top or on the sides, yeah, and 3D print. So this is just uh, some old packaging material and some cardboard. Everyone wants a baby Yoda floating. Crib, so you just got to get on that. <laughs> nice. All right. All right. Good okay. work, Dan. Good stuff. All right. Oh, thank All you. Right. Everybody. A sticker to slap on the side of those. Email support at adafruit.com. Okay. All right. That's our show for tonight. Thank you, everyone, for making this the best. 27 minutes and 15 seconds of our week. Every single week, we're going to be doing Ask an Engineer in just a couple of minutes. Um, if you uh, weren't able to get on the show, we're here every single week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. We'll be here next week. Even though it's around its holiday-ish time, it's Turkey Eve, we will be here. So uh, come on by and show and share all of your projects. And uh, thanks again for uh, spending a little bit of time with us. Ask an Engineer starts in two minutes. Thanks, everybody. See you soon. Bye-bye.